to another raiding episode of Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. And I'm Kaylin Burroughs. And we have just come from the cinema and we have watched Tomb Raider, the new one. Yeah, it's a... Uh... That's not part of the title. I just, I felt... No. I felt that I had to clarify. No caption. You know, make sure they know that it's... Just Tomb Raider. Right, that, just and Tomb it's Raider. Not, I mean, you know, it's not just Tomb Raider. Like, it's not, like, that's not the title either. It's Tomb, Tomb Raider. Raider. There yeah. we go. All right, we got it's, it. Uh, it's it's a docudrama about the pitfalls, both literal and metaphorical, about raiding tombs. Is it? Is that what you got from this film? Uh, you know, I took a deep message from it. Okay. All right. I did yeah. not know it was a docudrama. Um, you know, about that video game me. character. Yeah, right. You know, the very popular but very real video game character. Yeah. I think you're off base a bit, Caitlin. Yeah. Um, well, you know, that video game character, uh, Alicia Vikander. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Not, they made a whole series of her, she, she right? Not, she's not a she's not a video game character. No, no, she's actually a real person. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck me, all right. Well, did you think Ex Machina was was a docudrama as well? Did you do you think she's a robot? Well, no, she's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> no one gets stabbed in the abdomen with a rusty rod and doesn't get tetanus. <laughs> she got stitched up later. No. It's not that's not how it's not how life works. Uh, yeah, I like to could... say after the what we don't see is that she died later on of dysentery <laughs> or something. That's so they they set it up for a sequel where she's on a hospital bed yeah, dying of it. Got it. She's yeah. already dead. She does yeah. not make the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Got it. All right. Yep. Um, none of this is true, by the way. Nope. Um, <laughs> all right. Look, we've just come from seeing Doom Raider, and uh, based on the very popular video game from you know the the nineties, I believe, right? Yeah, Square Enix. Now Square Enix. It? Yeah, I think it was SquareSoft. Maybe originally. I'm I think sure. it was because it was predominantly a PlayStation game, right? Yeah, it was yeah. original. Yeah. Um, and you know, people, you know, they they remade it. They made it into two films with uh, Angelina Jolie prior, and uh, they did okay. Right? I think they're yeah. now kind of panned. Yeah, I only saw one of them. Um, I feel like I saw had, the second one. She had what? It was uh, her male co-star was it was Daniel Craig in one, it wasn't was, it? It was, yeah. And uh, Gerard Butler, I believe, in the no, other. No, he was not I really. Think he was, yeah. I swear to God, that guy has been in everything, and you didn't mm. know. I know. Oh, it's crazy. Um, yeah. So this is a uh, basically a reboot. Yeah. Um, it's an origin and, story. And uh, you know, if you're thinking of the original films. This this isn't tied to that at all. No, it's not. It's no, its, it's own not thing. at all. This it's, is its, own, it's it's a direct. It's a. It's a reimagining, it is a reimagining of the yeah. video game, and it's based on the newer video game that came out in the last what five years, I think. Yeah, something something like, like, that. like that. So it's based on that newer one. So a lot of the things that you see when it comes to action and it comes to. Um, you know, how she looks yeah, and all of that. It's really... That she's fucking Rambo all of a sudden yeah, with, a, right. with a bow and arrow. bow and arrow and she's a badass. Yeah. Uh, all of that is kind of where this is kind of taking all of its source material from. So, uh, gone are the short shorts. Um, you know, gone is the big chesty Angelina Jolie. Uh, uh you're not going to see any polygon tits, uh, no. <laughs> in this one. Nope. None of that. Sorry. But, uh, look, the, the new Tomb Raider, Alicia Vikander, is that her name? Vikanda? Yeah. Yeah, sure. AV. That's what I'm going to call her. You know I'm terrible with names. Um, I, she is fantastic. She is an absolute badass. Um, she did all of her own stunts, um, which is, which is pretty incredible. Um, she's, you know, she's amazing. I enjoyed her. 
Um, so once again, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to do any spoilers up front. Right. And then we'll do a spoiler section after the review. Uh, so, I mean, the plot of the film, without getting into real detail, I mean, it's very similar, I want to say, to the other films in this. It uh, is. The first one, in the sense that there's a mystery surrounding a father that she's trying to right. figure out. And it leads her on a, on a journey, on a quest that's very Indiana Jones in nature. In fact, you and I, was we was watching it, we was like, this movie is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade meets Batman Begins. It, it absolutely is. It takes both of those stories and kind of just melds them yeah. together, and then it's starring Laura Croft. With a brief but... sprinkling of premium rush at one point. So that's... <laughs> that's right. I almost forgot about that until uh, the film opened. Yes. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but it is very much an origin story. Yeah, it is. So this is this is prior to her, you know, really becoming Laura Croft. She's not she's not writing tombs. You know, she is not in charge of the company. She doesn't have money. She's refusing to admit that her father is dead, and so she doesn't take control of anything. She's just a bike courier. You know, she's still trying to wrestle with the fact that her dad left, um, and he's never returned. And then, uh, you know, she discovers that there is more to his disappearance than she previously thought. Yep. So she goes on an adventure and it takes her to, you know, all kinds yeah. of, all kinds of shenanigans. There is a tomb involved. There is, there is. If you thought they were going to call this movie Tomb Raider and have no tombs or tomb raiding, you are mistaken. That's right. Yep. Um, but yeah, so there's, there is a mystery. She does discover what's going on, like what happened with her dad. Right. And there is a tomb and there's bad guys and lots of action. Yeah. That's really all we can say at this point. Yeah, there's not, you know, without giving too many plot points away, that's, but it honestly, you know, obviously we're going to avoid spoilers, but there's not that much more to what this is. A lot of it are just details that, you know, you only get if you go to see the film. But I actually do think that that was smart on their part to make the story a bit more simple. Um, especially if you're going to tell uh, a younger version origin story of that, you know, just make it about raiding a tomb and there's a mystery in, in this tomb and everybody's trying to get it. And, you know, this is how she becomes who she is. And I think they did a good job with that. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, so casting, you've already mentioned... A.V., yeah. What uh, Alicia Vikander does. Yes. And she does it well. She does She does it very well. She definitely invests in this role. Um, I think she, you know, obviously she trained like a madman. Uh, to, she was ripped. She was ripped. Uh, and she, you know, like I said she does all of her own stunts. And, you know, they, they do a good job in kind of demonstrating that it is her. And she is really doing these things. Yeah. So. There, We'll get, I'll get more into this uh, when we get to the action section, but there was one thing I wanted to talk about in regards to that. Um, but getting back to the casting, so she does a lot of uh, she does a lot of acting with a face. Yeah, you know she does, despite how physically demanding the role is. Right. Uh, she, she's got a lot going on upstairs. She does. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it, I think you know what that is something that's great about bringing somebody who really can act. She's. I've always been a fan of her. When she showed up in Ex Machina, I think she won for that. Mm. Um, but when she showed up in that, I mean, she's brilliant. I've seen most of the films she's been in, and she's always very good. She's a great yeah. actress. And I, so, honestly, this when, when you are adapting a comic book property or a video game property, you want to get someone with that sort of range to really bring it to life. I mean, right. that's what I always say about Nick Cage playing the Ghost Rider. You know, I mean, he just with his face acting, he really, really captures the essence. 
of what right. it is yeah. to become the spirit of vengeance, yeah. you know? You know, he feels like his head's on fire. Yeah. yeah. Right. I hate you. I hate you so much. What? It's cage face is what it is. It is cage face, yes. No, but look, she none doesn't that, do cage face. None of that face. going on here. <laughs> She's got no cage face. No. It's more emotion yeah. and, you know, tear. But, you know, in she... Fact, the movie could have only been better if she had, but <laughs> she didn't. So, um... Yeah, but no, I, I agree, especially when, you know, she's going through a lot of these action pieces and she's running and she's, you know, she gets hurt. She's not invincible. I mean, she is kind of, but, yeah. uh, she, the, the level to which she gets hurt yeah, right. but would she, have killed most yeah. normal people. But she does get hurt. And I think she expresses that very well in, you know, a lot of what she does yeah. uh, with her face. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. for being an act, for being a robot. Who's just pretending right. to experience human pain? She really taps into it. She does a very good job. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree. We're getting very close to full-on Skynet AI uh, with AV here. <laughs> That's why it's appropriate to shorten her name to just initials. Oh, right. is that what that yeah, is? No, it All makes right. sense if she's a robot. Um, yeah. So then it also stars uh, Dominic West, uh, who plays her father. Um, In a rare. Yeah, sort of a good guy role. Yeah, it's very weird. I kept waiting for him to be the mastermind behind yeah, everything and that, spoiler alert i'm just gonna ruin this for you right now dominic west is a good guy in this <laughs> film he is just a part he's a father yeah i mean it's a father so it should come as no surprise that he is good right that, you know right i'm just so used to seeing him just always be a turncoat or he's always just kind of a dick in everything uh so that was refreshing um uh walton goggins goggins yeah. uh <laughs> He plays Walter Goggins. In he does, Walter, in this, and he does it well. <laughs> he, yeah, that, I don't think I've ever seen that man not play a psychopath. <laughs> Even when it doesn't call for it, he's just... <laughs> no, it's just him, I think. It is, I think so. I think so. But no, he, he plays the main villain, um, Matthias Vogel, and uh, he, yeah, like he said, he's Goggins through and through, and he's you love to hate him. Yeah. You absolutely do. I did... I did enjoy that he, while well, he was, you know, Goggins all the way through, I did enjoy that he was not very one note. I think, you know, his motivations for being there are very clear. Um, you know, it's very apparent that he's been on this island for a very long time, uh, that he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to do all of these things, but he's got to because that's his ticket off. Um, so you, you do get a little bit more depth than you normally would uh, in, in a villain. And I think Goggins does a really good job in bringing that out. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, Daniel Wu. Yeah, that's right. The Badlands. That's right, yep. He's, uh, he's sort of the sidekick. Right. Of Lara Croft. Not a big role. No, not um, enough. But I felt, I, I enjoyed them bantering yeah. back and forth and I, I don't think we get to see it him enough. Nice. Look, they're definitely going to fuck in the sequel. <laughs> that is absolutely true. If you go see this movie and give it enough money, they will fuck in this next, absolutely, yeah. 100%, I have no doubt. Like, it wasn't, there wasn't necessarily, like, yeah, there, there was chemistry between them, but it was really Daniel Wu's character who was giving the, I want to fuck you eyes, right. to Lara Croft, <laughs> basically the whole film. Yeah. You know. Right. Uh, and I do appreciate <laughs> the fact that it didn't focus on him, it, the focus was on her. Right. And... Yeah. It was. You know, while he does help in certain situations, and he's very like, I'm not going to leave her behind, sort yeah. of thing. You know, he's still very heroic, but the focus is not on him. Right. And uh, she, I she appreciate is, that. She is definitely the star. He is definitely the sidekick who yeah. is, you know, sidelined to help her. She is the Tomb Raider. Yes, absolutely. He is the drunk boat captain. <laughs> and when you put them together... 
They make beautiful, beautiful athletic babies. Yes, they do. <laughs> Jumping ninjas. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and then we also get some guest appearances from Kristen Scott Thomas. Uh, and Derek Jacoby. Yeah, very, very minor parts. Very minor parts, but you, when you see that, if you don't recognize those names, as soon as you see their faces, yeah. you're like, oh, it's, it's them. Yeah, in the same scene, actually. Yeah, so, actually, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so. That's... Someone was trying to bring some clout to this. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. So, yeah, so that's pretty, I mean, you know, there's a bunch of, uh, nameless baddies. L- like you would. So, you know, yeah, no of one course. really worth talking about. <laughs> yeah, and, there's a, there's uh, a number of, of goons that uh, the tombs need to kill, so. Yeah. And then uh, action in special effects, yeah. really. Um, I thought they, I really enjoyed the action. Um, mm. You know, I felt there were parts of this film where it did kind of feel like it was dragging a bit, because they do try to have a bit more balance between trying to tell an origin story but then also you know showing her you know doing things and and having these big action set pieces so um i it was a little imbalanced for me but when the when there is action it's done very well and again knowing that she did all of her own stunts it it does uh it it does add a lot to what you see and it is it's action adventure action yes it's not it's not a martial arts fest it's not even you know, yeah, there's gunfights, there's some brawling, but it's not all about any one of those things. Yes. There is a lot of, you know, interacting with the environment sort there's, of action. There's a lot of leaping. You know, very, very Indiana Jones. <laughs> it is. It's very Indiana Jones. It, it, and when we say it's the last crusade, I mean, it, even down to some of the action is... Well, and, yeah, we'll we'll get into that in the spoilers yeah. for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, the action was done very well. There was one moment where... There was a a sequence where she's falling from a, a great height. Oh yeah! And she hits the ground, and it she goes rubber body for a second. But Does she? But then, the, but it, what's weird about it is that they blended it in such a way that when she rolls and comes out of it, it's her. Like that's a physical actress. Yeah. But the moment she hit the ground, she did this weird floppiness that you're like, that's not natural. <laughs> <laughs> but went right into being a real person. Yeah. To where you're like, but fucking brilliant that. I mean, right. had a moment of artificiality, but then is that a word? I don't think I might have made Art- that up. I mean, I I think it works. Artificialness. Ar- artif- artificiality. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Look, if fucking Shakespeare can do it, so can I. So yeah, and, uh, but uh, no, yeah, I agree though. I think they did a really good job in blending. Um, in blending those two things where, you know, obviously there's stunts that no human being can actually do um, or survive. Uh, but, you know, being able to have an actress that will is willing to do those things, um, I think, uh, I think adds a lot to the action that we see. And yeah, if you've ever played the game, I mean, it's, it's exactly, it's a lot of the game <laughs> in, in what it does. It, it feels very Tomb Raider. Yeah. And that that part of it was very nice. Yeah, the nods uh, when she's, you know, interacting with environments and and that sort of a thing. Right. So, um, I will say, no, should I save it? I should say there is a slight. Um, it's not really mid credits. It's almost like the credits start and then it's like right then. Well, like yeah, right it, before it, it, it was weird. It seemed weird. Um, also cameo by oh, Nick Frost. Nick Frost, that's right. In probably one of the better cameos yeah, in a, in most films. Was very good. Very funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, he was, he's, 
honestly, I love when he shows up. Um, Nick Frost is one of those people where there's times where I don't really want to see him for long periods of time, even though I enjoy him very much. But when he does stuff like this, I'm always like, no, I want more. <laughs> I just give me more. <laughs> Did it strike you as odd that even though they don't share any scenes together, but Daniel Wu and Nick Frost work together in I season of two of Badlands? I thought of that. I was like, oh, they're, they're back. They got the band back together. How yeah. wonderful. It sort of makes me want to look up the director or something or the producers and see if they've had any involvement in, in, the, in, in, in that, that show. Yeah. yeah, They might have. I don't know. But I don't don't think we've got time for that now. No, but... no worries. Yeah, so... Um... Shall we rate it? Yeah. All right. Are we there already? Yeah. Well, then we get into spoilers. Oh, yeah, right. I guess there's not that much to go through in a, in a film that's very simple action-adventure, it seems. Um, I am going to give this three points... No, you know what? I'm going to give it a solid three. I'm going to give it a solid three impossible leaps from cliff to cliff. Uh, yeah, I thought it was rather enjoyable, and, uh, I, you know, it's not a movie I'm going to clamor to see again, but, you know, it was good for what it was. Alright. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Stitches torn from an impossible <laughs> stomach wound. Because there's no way. I know how yeah. stitches work, and the, all the shit she went through. She'd have ripped those fucking things over and bled out halfway well, I, through. She would, I, honestly, you, you know what? We'll get into it later. Because I had some questions about that as well. <laughs> Aside from the tetanus, yeah. I had some other inquiries that I would like cleared up. So, all right, then uh, that's the, the, the non-spoiler section. Now we're getting into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it or, you know, you don't like spoilers, then bugger off. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. It was like we were never gone. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so spoiler alert. Um, they are trying to set this up for a sequel. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you And, you know, we had our suspicions right out the gate. Actually, I don't know if you want to start there. Where do you want to start? Um, well... Because that's kind of the, the reveal, I guess. Yeah, it is a bit of the reveal. But that's, I mean, that's fine. We, we're usually all over the place when it comes to the spoiler <laughs> section. true. Uh, uh, so we mentioned, oh, whatever, we'll just do it. So we mentioned Derek Jacoby and uh, Scott Thomas, right? And uh, I, we both, while we were sitting there watching this film, both of us were like, there's got to be a reason they're yeah, in here. There's like, there's, a, so there's, it's revealed pretty early on that there's a, a shadow organization called Trinity that her father believes is trying to... He has this belief that there's a tomb that he's been looking into right. from this... Uh, she was Chinese? Japanese? Japanese. 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 Yeah. Uh, uh, ancient, like, queen, empress, who uh, was called the Queen of Death. Yes. And uh, it's believed that if anyone opens a tomb, it'll unleash a curse upon the world, and he is trying to stop it, essentially, is yes. what's going on. He believes that Trinity is trying to harness that power uh, in some way. And, and he it, he really believes that it's some supernatural yes. thing. And he explains that to her when, you know, when uh, Laura Croft discovers that her father is actually more than a businessman, um, and this is what he's been doing, he, he explains to her that after, um, you know, after the death of his wife, after the death of her mother, they, he, you know, really wanted to get into the supernatural in hopes to be able to see her again. So he does go kind of, mad a bit off 
Uh, but he truly believes it, and Laura Croft does not. Uh, Laura Croft just believes that they're simply raiding a tomb. She's not buying into all the supernatural elements of what's happening. Yes. So. Um, but when we find out that, and uh, and Walton Goggins, his character works for Trinity yes. on the island, and he is stuck on the island, and he's not allowed to leave until he recovers whatever's in this tomb, right. but he can't find it. So, um, when when Alicia Alicia Vikander meets him for the first time, when yeah. Arakov meets him for the first time, uh, he reveals that he's got a sat phone, and he mentions the, the only voice he gets to hear, which is weird since he's on an island full of people, but that's beside the point. <laughs> and henchmen. Uh, yeah. Like, just invite one of them in for yeah. dinner. Have to play cards, whatever, you know? <laughs> Circle jerk, whatever, whatever passes the time. But he mentions that that's the only voice he gets to hear is on the other end of the sat phone. Right. And immediately, both of us are like, well, we only saw the one time, and it seems a waste. Yeah. Who do you... And I even leaned over to you, and I was like, hey, who do you think's on the other end of that sat phone? I thought for a minute, and I was like, <laughs> it's Anna. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so they try to set this thing up for this big sort of, you know, Kaiser Soze reveal at the yeah, end. Yeah, right. And we saw it coming so early on yeah, that we right. were not surprised when and that was I, the reveal. I do think a lot of that was because it's Kristen Scott Thomas. She's such a recognizable face, and she's such a, you know, prolific actress that, you know, you see it and you're just like, oh, well, she's got to be here for more purpose than just a guardian of law. Like, no, no, there's no way in hell she's signed on for this movie to be businesswoman number one. Yeah. Like, that's just not the case. Nope. <laughs> you know, and, and they try to make it seem like she's there in some sort of maternal capacity. Yeah, right. Like she, she really, really cares about really Laura. Cares, yeah. But- we won't buy it. No, no, not at all. And then the minute it's revealed, uh, you know, you're just like, yeah, no, we told you so. <laughs> Saw that coming. Uh, so... But yeah, it doesn't take anything away from the film. But no. it is very, it's as sneaky as they try to be. It's it's pretty obvious that yeah. uh, that she's got a bit more going on. So yeah. And of course, we made references to Batman Begins and <laughs> the Last Crusade. So Last Crusade probably has the most similarities. Yes. Down to the fact that Laura's dad it leaves a video saying, if you see this, I'm dead. Yeah. Burn on me research. And she decides to fuck off and go find him, <laughs> taking said research with her. And of course, it falls right into the hands of the bad guys. And the Nazis. And, and, no, wait, sorry, yeah, no. Trinity. Yeah, right. Sorry. Basically, they're the Getting Nazis. Because the, the movie's movie. crossed. <laughs> they're the Nazis of the island. They are. Um, and then it turns out she, she escapes. And turns out her dad's alive. Right. And almost crazy. <laughs> He's pretty fucking crazy yeah. when we meet because him. Because he actually has been alone for seven years. Yeah. But when he meet, when he sees her, he's all relieved that he does. It's almost word for word the scene with Sean Connery <laughs> in Last Crusade where he's like, you know, thank God I got my diary as far away from them as possible. You, you fucking what went? Huh? And... And that's exactly what it is. He's no, like, it's, it's literally the exact like, same yeah. conversation. He's like, they've been, uh, they've been looking for seven years and they haven't been able to find it, so glad I told you to burn me research. <laughs> you, you did burn it, didn't you? <laughs> I, I, uh, well, look, here's the thing about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, it, no, for, absolutely. And then, you know, they get to, even when they get to the tomb and, you know, the, Gorgon's character wants him to open it, 
And, you know, it, it, it's even down to the, well, we're going to kill your father if you don't do it. And she's like, right. all right, well, don't kill him. I'll yeah. open it. And then, and then some of the fucking traps are very yeah, similar. Just, and then once they get into the tomb, it's always well, the, like, oh, well, you got to go first. And there then was the, uh, the line from Last Crusade, only the penitent man will pass. And then there was then this one where it was like those who pray will you know, yeah the, well, seize there was the day the, or the, the kneel fuck it was. yeah the the kneel to survive or whatever the very first booby trap in uh, Last Crusade is like the second booby trap in this one yeah and it's it's literally yeah. the same thing and, and then there's the one booby trap where he has to spell out the letters and and the floor has holes if you step in the wrong space and then there was the room with the collapsing tiles and this <laughs> it was that's right. <laughs> Yeah, it, and then the all... big and then the big gap. Oh yeah. The only difference right. is Last Crusade had that invisible walkway. Right. This this does not. It's, it's does just not. a ladder. But it does have a ladder that's similar in shape. Yeah, it to is. That walkway. <laughs> yeah. So the, it's a very it's eerily similar yeah. actually. It's just, almost the whole third act is basically the Last Crusade. The the main difference is that in this, when they reach the tomb of the the Death Queen. Uh, or the goddess of death, whatever they're calling her. Uh, basically, she is, if you chose poorly in Last Crusade. <laughs> like, there is no choosing wisely. Yeah, right. She just kills you. And, and this was a nice thing, a nice turn, because the previous films really did, you know, if something seemed supernatural. Right. It was. Yeah. And this grounded in reality. So, what they find out is that the reason there's all these myths about her laying waste is that she was the carrier of it. She's basically the outbreak monkey. Yeah, no, right. So there's elements of outbreak here as well. <laughs> so this queen was the outbreak monkey and she would spread disease that she was immune to. So she sacrificed herself right. in the tomb and tried to make sure that no one would ever find it so that, you know, this would stop. Uh, and that's what Trinity's after. They want to weaponize. Right whatever it is that she's got. Uh, they find out the hard way. Yeah. A couple yeah. of goons just <laughs> sort of... It, it's a fast fucking disease. Yeah, no, it does much. not play. It is like so quick. Zombie status is what yep, was going on absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah, and you can just basically watch it. That was one thing that was very weird, where she's like... Uh, uh, Laura Croft is pretty much explaining what's happening as this man is dying. And I get it, he's a henchman, but it's like literally the disease is crawling through his arms and obviously... He's a henchman, so he's got no sleeves. So you can just watch it go through his whole body, and she's like, oh, oh, she was a carrier. Oh, she's got a disease. Look. Oh, yeah, no, so she did this on purpose. Oh, are you dying? It was very weird. And not one per Look, the, the moment I've... And this is set in modern day. So all these fucking people have seen zombie movies. Yeah. Well, maybe they've been here for seven years, but zombie movies have existed <laughs> Long since before, before that, 2010 yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. So, uh... Hello. He's, he's, yeah. he's clearly going full zombie. Somebody put a fucking bullet in his head. Yeah, straight to the dome. Before he starts spaz shooting half your team down. <laughs> he's infected with rage. Yeah, yeah it was, and, and again, that kind of goes to that. It's a bit of an imbalance where, you know, you're literally watching a man die and you're giving us exposition. Like, we get it. We understand. We don't need you to describe it or do it before he starts dying. I don't know. It was it was a weird, yeah. weird turn of events, I guess. But I will agree with you that I enjoyed that they did this whole, you know, yeah, most myths are rooted in some kind of reality. And, you know, yeah. essentially both 
Laura Croft and her father were right. They were yes. both correct. But let's talk about reality for a moment, shall we? <laughs> so, oh, are we, are we doing this? Yeah, so here's the thing. They show how quickly this disease spreads. And her father actually catches it uh, when he gets attacked by one of the weird zombie guys. Who, yeah. By all accounts, should have been dead because he got shot before the disease took over. So maybe this is what causes the zombie apocalypse. Maybe that's what they're after. Yeah. But, um, so he catches it and they have their little touching moment. But he's like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. And uh, Walton Goggins, he's, his character actually snipped a finger off the mummy and put it in a, in a plastic bag right. to take back to Trinity. And he's in, in the process of escaping. So, Lara's going to stop him. Her dad's going to basically blow himself up. Right. You know, he's, he's going to do, uh, he's going to do the Vasquez from Aliens, right? Stop, stop in the tracks. <laughs> and I'm sensing a lot of themes from other films. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so Lara goes after the bad guy and she fights him. Well, to finish him off, she pulls the finger out of the pocket, still in the bag, mind you, so that she doesn't physically touch it. And she stuffs it in his mouth and then, punches him in the mouth, which apparently breaks the bag open. Right. And he immediately starts going all diseasy in the face. Yeah. And he's frothing and oozing and weird shit. And then she kicks him into a pit. But she kicks him in the fucking face. <laughs> which means she's got super aids on a boot. <laughs> and then she escapes the tomb. And you're telling me no one gets infected. Uh, look. Laura ended I'm... the world. She could have kicked him in the chest. All would have been fine. But no. no. It's got to be in the face. No. Nope. got to, you know. No. Nope. As it was, she's a rather short individual. Yeah. So you, it's harder to kick in the face. <laughs> but, you know, look, there's a number of... Like, again, the tetanus shot yeah. where, you know, she gets stabbed and she's got this... First of all, why the fuck would you take it out? That was, that was my very first thought. I was like, you are a fucking brilliant woman who is like... Super badass, and now you've got a piece of metal sticking. It. It's hey. literally the only thing that's keeping you from bleeding she, out. She, uh, she may be brilliant in some regard, but she didn't go to university. That's right? that's true. We she do know, we do learn that she doesn't know anything about medicine, as far as she knows. <laughs> I feel she's, like that's just not true. She's got something that hurts inside <laughs> her, so she wants to pull it out. But also, the plane that she was in had been rusting for who knows how fucking long. <laughs> and that did look like metal, right? That wasn't Yeah, like, no, it was metal. It wasn't a wood spike I don't th no, from the tree. No, it, looked, it was metal. It looked yeah, like it was like a metal, metal that came in. Yeah. yeah. And so, but yeah, she fucking pulls it out and then survives for the better part of the afternoon into the night with it. Yeah. Gets into a fight, still living. And then her dad just fucking stitches her up and rubs some alcohol on the outside of it. You're good to go. Right as rain. <laughs> it was it was one of the only... Because, you know, you do see her get... You know, when she does the... You know, when the, the plane that she gets on, there's a number of times where it breaks. Um, and, you know, she finally escapes the plane. She gets rushed very quickly through a bunch of trees that probably would have killed her uh, as she's going through this forest. Um, but he, like you said, even when she lands and then you see a fall and it's, you know, part fake, part her, um, she does express that pain of like, oh yeah, no, this fucking hurt. Yeah. Like, I'm alive, she, but I'm barely alive. She expresses the pain that she broke every rib in her body yeah, or whatever. Because right. <laughs> realistically, that's yeah, something no. would have been broken. I mean, there's but... a number of times where she died. Let's yeah. just, you know, but it's a video game. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, so you just go with it. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> So, again, though, speaking to the realistic aspects of the film, so not only does she pull that out and not bleed out, but then 
She gets stitched up with the alcohol, which apparently kills all signs of infection. No. <laughs> but he stitches her up. He stitches her up, and then she proceeds to go tomb raiding. And... And the, again, leaps around. Those stitches would have been torn out the first fucking time she lowered down into that tomb. Yeah, no. Like, I, someone doesn't know. Maybe yeah. Lara Croft is brilliant, but whoever wrote the fucking script does not know the first thing about medicine. And I do get it. She does have to get hurt in some capacity. I understand. Because if she doesn't, then it's even more unbelievable. Right. And so I get that, like... There's no stakes. There's no stakes. Point. And I understand that she's going to survive things that normal people won't, because that's what happens in action adventure films. Like, that's just... doesn't matter how much reality you want to ground it in. Like, you know, there's numerous moments where yeah. it's like, no, you probably should have died, but this is a film, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. But there there were a couple of those where it's just like, yeah, no, there's no fucking way. And, like I said, the amount of leaping that she does from cliff to cliff, where she's fully stretched out with an arm... The, her whole midsection uh, would just wide open. Like, yeah. the entire, she'd split herself in half, yeah. putting in that much effort. Uh, she'd have made that shit worse. <laughs> she absolutely would have bled it. I was expecting maybe her dad to cauterize it or something like that. Oh, yeah. See, that would have been smarter. Yeah. And, and just burn it. And I would, I could have gone along with it more. But yeah, you, it would have hurt more. But, but yeah, yeah but I, you, I can't, I, you can't scar up that midsection, I guess. I don't know. Look, she worked hard for those abs. Very hard, Kaylin. And did. it shows. She did. You can't ruin those things. Yeah. They've got to stay solid. And then, of course, so they do one of the classic movie trope things where the movie opens with her in a sparring match in a in a boxing club. Oh, yeah, and that's right. And she's sort of getting her ass kicked, and then the person sort of defeats her by choking her out. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to get out, but she, she doesn't. Right. And so you fucking, you just know. That's coming back. <laughs> you know. And not only does it come back once, but it comes back twice, twice which yep. felt like overkill to me. It was. It was a bit. Yeah. I Especially because, you know, it, when when she does it first, so what ends up happening is when, after she's got, you know, her open wound, um, she does get into a fight because one of the goons is going to take her back to camp and she fights him off. But the way she wins is by choking him out in the water. Like she throws his head in a pond and basically chokes him out that way. And that's basically the first time that she kills someone. Um, but then, in the final fight, when she's fighting uh, Vogel, uh, he gets her in a choke, and then she manages to get out of it. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, just pick one. Like, yeah. whichever one you want to hold more weight, just pick that one, because yeah, I don't need to she... see this move over and over yeah, again. Yeah. But she, what she did, she bit the first guy, and then well, flipped yeah. him? Or did she not flip She him? doesn't flip him. I so she, she bites him, and then... He lets go. He lets go, they go down to the ground, and then she slips in the choke. Yeah. She, and that's how she does it. She chokes him out. And that was actually a good scene in the, in, in the sense that you can tell she's never killed anyone before. Yes. And again, that goes back to her acting with her face, because yeah. there's not... There's no words. And despite her having an impossible wound that would basically make her completely immobile, she's not her best in this moment. Like, you can tell that, like... Yeah, she's wounded. She's hurt. She's just literally fighting for her life. And that's how she ends up, you know, killing this person. So it does, I, for me, I would have almost rather that there be no choking. And she basically just drowns him in some way. Uh, so that we get the bigger effect of, oh, this is the final boss. You know, that type of thing. So yeah. I think using the move twice and trying to give weight to it both times is a bit, it's a bit overkill for, for the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't. I mean, I feel like I've covered everything that I... Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think that's pretty much... Again, know. I mean, it's not... It's, there's no short shorts. There's no... Right. 
Anything yeah. like no big big titties flopping around no, that, that, would, that. that would make everything that she does physically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so more so, more than so it than it is. is yeah. yeah, at least at least we know there's some yeah. real woman stuff going on. Because I will say, at the very end when she's escaping from the tomb and she uses that climber's pick, <laughs> the way she, I was like, no, that, but that's not how that works. But again, again, that is a a direct. Uh, that is a direct uh, re-envisioning yeah, of no, what you do in you, the game. You have to be able to have those moments. Yeah, that is yeah. a that is a very Tomb Raider moment where you know, and that's why I, I, you know, I'm so obsessed with this leaping because if you've ever played the games, you do a lot of that. Yeah. It's it. You don't do a lot of well, shoot up stuff. You do a ton of jumping. The bow and arrow is something that was again one of the more recent games. Right. The addition, in fact, like the cover art for that felt very similar to like the, the film and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, the, the look of Lara in this film. So the one thing that you don't get, but you get teased for the sequel. So fucking go see this movie. So we get a sequel that might be better. Mainly so that we can see this, and so that we can see Alicia and Daniel have beautiful babies yes, on screen. Yes. I want to see both of yeah. those. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but she does not use her dual pistols. Right. She doesn't even have them. Yes. Until the end of the film. Yes, because this is an origin story. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So and, she, uh, she that, gets them at the end. And that's the, that's one of two cameos yes. by Nick Frost who owns a pawn shop. And, uh, and they actually, what's funny is they used that clip in the trailer, which sort of irritates me. As Wait, sort of did they? Yeah. Where she's like, I'll take two. And she's holding them oh. up. That was in one of the trailers for this film. Oh, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. That's a bad trailer. So, though. yeah, because then one, it also sort of makes you think that she's going to be using those at yeah. some point, and she doesn't. Yeah, and then, because it's, that's an after credit scene. Why mm-hmm. would you, technically, yeah. I mean. And also, I don't I don't think she uses a gun at all, does she? Um, I know, no, I, I know don't Daniel think she, Wu does, but she just. No, she doesn't. She gets a hold of that bow and arrow. And yeah. Even that doesn't get used much. Yeah, but she only shoots like two people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she doesn't. She doesn't. It's all combat. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's, it's, it's action adventure type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's, look, it's, it's a solid film. Uh, I mean, I know critics panned it, but they tend to not enjoy, uh, you know, video game films. They, they just tend to not yeah. fare well with them <laughs> at all. They just tune out before they even <laughs> just, start. Um, I'm going to give this one star. Haven't seen it yet, but fuck all. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's, I, I would actually recommend, you know, if you are a fan of Tomb Raider and you want to see uh, a more modern interpretation of the character and, you know, you want to see another badass woman doing badass things, you know, sign up. It's fun. It's even, a fun film. Even if you don't care for, if you don't play video games, maybe you never played Tomb Raider, maybe, but you're a fan of like Indiana Jones and that sort of yeah. thing. Fucking yeah, go, go see, see it. it. It's, ve- it's very Indiana Jones. It, yeah. it really is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I would recommend this film. I would. I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So. Alright, well, this has been Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Kalen Burroughs. And we will see you after the next film. Mm-hmm.